Hey there, happy Thursday, everybody. Thanks for joining us for our latest Bold Leaders in Learning. I'm Brandon Busteed, president of University Partners and global head of Learn Work Innovation at Kaplan. And I'm really excited today uh, to have a chance to talk with Chad Jones, who's the manager of organizational learning at Papa John's International. Chad, uh, look, in, in some respects, uh, college and pizza have always gone well together, but uh, you guys are putting it together now in a little different way. And I know we're going to talk about what you're doing, but uh, before we dive into it, you know, would love to just have you tell the audience a little bit about your own personal background and, uh, and the role that you're in at, at Papa John's. Well, thank you, Brandon. It's, uh, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Um, as you said, I'm the manager of organizational learning at Papa John's. Um, you know, I, uh, I have a background in uh, uh, big box retail, transportation, and logistics, and a, a few years ago went back and, and uh, had a desire to get my education and, and, and head in a different pathway. So um, got my degree in organizational leadership, and this month uh, marks my third month with Papa John's. Um, I started uh, in a role as a facilitator and, and taught leadership development uh, in the field and, uh, and at corporate campus. Uh, February of this year, uh, I was fortunate enough to be uh, offered a promotion into my uh, current position where I uh, lead um, you know, vendor partnerships and find solution to the company uh, strategies as we move forward, uh, anything to do with, with learning. That's awesome. And, and uh, you know, right now, uh, I'd love to, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about some of the new strategies that, that Papa John's is employing around uh, education as a strategy in the context of recruitment, etc. It might be helpful to start with, you know, telling us a little bit about what, you know, what was Papa John's primary strategy to attract and retain talent from a historical perspective? And then, uh, maybe tell us a little bit about how, you know, the current climate has, uh, has started to change that strategy. That's a really good question. Uh, and, and I think it's different for just about everybody. But I think uh, like a lot of organizations, Brandon, we utilized um, your traditional uh, avenues for recruiting um, folks to work in our stores. Uh, everybody from delivery drivers all the way to restaurant managers and moving out through the corporate office. So uh, leveraging a lot of the traditional avenues uh, like online recruiting and company websites have, have been traditional uh, word of mouth as well, you know, uh, uh, working for great organizations. Um, in this particular environment, the COVID related environment, it's been interesting because uh, just in first quarter this year, we started uh, a, uh, a focus on hiring 20,000 new team members uh, to staff our stores across the country. Um, you know, we've been fortunate um, to have a business model that uh, is able to take care of our customers uh, when they've been stuck at home. So uh, we're looking at every avenue possible to recruit to fill those, uh, those slots. And our Doe and Degrees program that we're going to talk about today has been a, a great way to, uh, to aid in, in that recruiting effort. Yeah, so, t so tell us about Doe and Degrees. Uh, obviously, it sounds delicious uh, and uh, would, would love to hear more about how you guys have, have created it and rolled it out. So, uh, and, and I know too, you know, Chad, you and I have talked about in the past. I mean, it, it, is, it is deeply connected to some of the core values of Papa John. So I would love to have you, you know, just, you know, talk about that as well in the context. But, but uh, tell, tell us about what uh, Doe and Degrees is all about. Well, um, aside from tasting good, yes, that's definitely right. Um, 
you know, we, we saw an opportunity um, and had a drive a few years ago to, uh, to find a way to um, compete in the ever-growing education benefit that companies are providing. Um, you know, from the corporate perspective, we've had uh, a tuition reimbursement policy that, that provided education to our corporate team members. But we saw a gap, Brandon, where, um, you know, we didn't have opportunities for the folks in our stores that were working hard every day to deliver pizzas to our customers. So uh, about two and a half years ago, we started researching ways that we could fill that gap. Um, on February 13th last year, we, uh, we launched our program, Doan Degrees, in partnership with Purdue University Global. And uh, it's been uh, an amazing experience. Uh, now we are able to uh, provide college education to all of our team members in our store. Uh, whether our, our team members are a delivery driver or an insider, um, you know, restaurant general manager or anybody at our corporate office. But uh, I think the important thing is, is to understand that we wanted to have a program that aligned to our core values. And, and I appreciate you asking. Um, you know, our five core values uh, are people first, um, everybody belongs, do the right thing, have fun, and innovate to win. And Doan Degrees, um, you know, clicks on each one of those. Um, you know, from a people first perspective, uh, we want to give every team member an opportunity to get an education. Um, you know, and the fact that everybody belongs, uh, you know, uh, our program is kind of a, a first of its kind where uh, it's a fully funded uh, education plan. Our team members pay no out-of-pocket expenses, uh, and they can pick and choose whatever program of study that they want, just because we know we've got a diverse array of people in our, in our restaurants. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I mean, uh, as you pointed out, right, there's been long-standing tuition reimbursement programs, you know, in many organizations, little used actually, which, you know, has always been a little confounding to a lot who have offered that, but it's just not, you know, it wasn't a benefit that traditionally a lot of people took advantage of. But, you know, the way you guys have structured this, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's, as you pointed out, it's available to everybody, regardless of where they sit in the organization. And, and there really aren't restrictions in what they can study. You know, it's not like you're specifically training them to do one, you know, narrow type of job. I mean, it, it really, uh, you know, gives a, a breadth of opportunity. So, you know, I, I was, you know, thinking about through the lens of, uh, you know, high school graduate, right, who's heading off to college or thinking about college and looking at things like the overwhelming sticker price, a lot of universities today, uh, overwhelmed by, you know, how expensive it is, realizing too that, you know, a lot of college students work during college. In fact, the majority work in some form during college. So, you know, I'm kind of sitting here thinking to myself, geez, if I was an enterprising, uh, you know, young high school graduate, why not go to work for uh, a company like Papa John's where I could get a college degree as part of that? I'm going to be working in some form anyway, right? So like that, anyway, I, I just, I'm really excited about these programs. I think in some ways, um, you know, it's, it's a way to uh, attract talent that you might not otherwise have got to Papa John. So maybe tell me a little bit more about that. You guys are hiring 20,000 people right now. That is a, that's a really big number. Um, you know, what, what is it, you know, is it, is it contributing to how people look at the attractiveness of a job at Papa John's? We've heard a lot about the retention value of this, you know, the employees who, who are enrolled in these uh, you know, uh, college degree programs uh, as part of it are longer to stay in the organization. 
but is it moving the needle on uh, on on the attraction of the twenty thousand that you're trying to fill right now? So all great points, and thank and thanks for those callouts. Um, you know, I I think that when you look at the program as a whole, um, you know, it it's impacting the uh, the uh, attraction and retention of team members, right? Um, to your point, we wanted to provide uh, uh, a program that that appealed to people of all walks alive. Um, and, and we're able to cast a wider net by having an unrestricted um, study path. And, and like you said, most college students are gonna go work anyway. And we've got a very liberal um, plan in place where team members, our, our corporate restaurant team members only have to work uh, 20 hours a week and be, uh, be employed for 90 days to qualify for our plan. Uh, you know, our franchise operations team members have access through Purdue University Global to uh, reduced tuition rates for uh, undergrad and graduate programs as well. So we, we literally wanted to try and have something for everybody. Um, where this program comes in uh, and where, where it really helps, Brandon, is, is attracting a, a different type of um, team member that we might not have otherwise had the opportunity to, uh, to attract or, or to be on their radar. Um, and so it gives us just a, another avenue. Um, you know, our program is, is, is still uh, early in its stage, you know, about a year and a half in. So, so we're now just starting to collect some valuable data points. But uh, what the indicators are, you know, we're seeing uh, an increased level of retention, um, you know, by program participants versus those that, that are not. Yeah, that uh, I, I I certainly wouldn't doubt it. Uh, one of one of our, uh, our our audience members, Ken, said, uh, first of all, this is a great program. Sends his kudos, um, and he's asked an interesting question. So he's asking whether whether you support employees enrolled in these programs with days off for study or time allowed during work hours to do schoolwork. I know you said obviously, you know, even people who are working twenty hours or more qualify for it, right? So you could essentially be part time and pursuing school, but uh, but I was just curious to Ken's question, you know, what uh, is there is there anything that allows for uh, days off or study time or or uh, schoolwork during working hours or things like that? Well, I think that I, I think that depends on uh, who you're talking to, Brandon. And I, I think, you know, given certain roles, it would probably be hard to make a pizza or deliver a pizza and study at the same time. Right. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, but, uh, you know, I think there's some flexibility uh, in the team member scheduling. Um, you know, with, uh, you know, through discussions with their managers to try and create a flexible schedule to give our team members that opportunity to attend a class. I think uh, that's another really appealing aspect of our program, our partnership with Purdue University Global. Um, you know, some of the classes uh, that we teach or, or that our students attend uh, are asynchronous. And so that, that team member can work in the store, uh, deliver pizzas, and then go home and, uh, you know, uh, do their, their schoolwork at a time that's convenient for them without bound to uh, heading to a, a physical class. And, and I think also expanding the, uh, the opportunities for, for those folks to go to school. Uh, you know, some of, our, uh, some of our team members might not have transportation to get to a traditional brick and mortar school. Uh, they might not have the same um, quality of education in their uh, geographic location. And so by having an online-based um, platform, uh, it's been helpful for us to reach people all over the country. Yeah, I mean, those are, 
you know, those are the classic features of why, you know, for, for working uh, students, right? The, you know, the asynchronous model uh, and being able to do it, you know, in an online fashion from anywhere is, is you know, for, for a lot of people, the only way uh, that they might be able to accomplish something as, uh, you know, as, as big a goal as their college degree. So, you know, certainly, uh, certainly seems like you guys are hitting on all cylinders with that. You know, as you look at it, right, there's, there's been, you know, I'm just curious in your view of the overall movement, you know, there's, there's companies that, uh, you know, have made a big splash with education benefit offerings. That was mainly before COVID, you know, obviously, we're only a few months into this pandemic. Uh, but I think a lot of people are kind of wondering, geez, you know, companies that might have been pursuing this uh, might not anymore. You know, there are a lot of companies cutting back in a lot of ways. And we just saw latest unemployment numbers now, 40, over 45 million Americans have filed for unemployment in the last 13 weeks. But like, I mean, you, you guys are just in a totally different place where you're, you know, you're actually hiring. I'm just curious what you think is going to happen at the at the broad scale, right? Uh, you know, you think companies overall are going to continue to invest in programs like this? You think it's going to be flat? You think it's going to go down? What's your take from what you're hearing from others in similar roles across other organizations? That's a really good question. And, uh, you know, I, I think you could speculate on that, you know, as much as, much as you want, every different direction. Uh, you know, I can't speak for other organizations. I think that every organization from a from a, a purely selfish perspective, I would hope that every organization would find um, a way to contribute to the learning of their employees and their team members in some form or fashion to create opportunity. Um, education is the one thing that that nobody can ever take away from you. Right. And, and yep. so, um, you know, pouring into your team members by uh, providing that I think is valuable. Um, at the same time, um, there is a cost associated with it uh, to outlay for, for the cost of the education. So if your business is in decline, I understand how it can be a challenge. Um, we're fortunate to be in the position uh, that we are uh, being able to, to be on a, a drive to, to hire these 20,000 team members. Um, Jobs.papajohns.com, by the way, I'll throw that plug in there. <laughs> uh, Good. Anybody's looking for... Uh, uh, for, for work or for supplemental uh, income, that's a great place to start. Yeah, no, that's, uh, it's interesting. Every time I log into LinkedIn every morning, you know, I see the who's hiring now, you know, post is like the perennial post there. And uh, so, yes, I, I'm glad that, I'm glad you plugged that. I'm sure a lot of people uh, are, are interested in finding uh, those kinds of opportunities right now. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, we've talked a little about degree-based programs. I'm curious if there's components of it that are around non-degree education, right? Things that you would just consider, you know, ongoing lifelong learning that might be non-degree-based or certificate or things like that. Are there, are there other components around the degree-based programming as part of the uh, uh, effort? Yeah, so, so great question. Um, certainly, we're looking at the program as a holistic approach to education uh, for our team members. Um, you know, within the scope of DOE and degrees and also through other resources that we have uh, available at, the, at, at our organization. Um, you know, within the scope of DOE and degrees, we'd like to see, uh, you know, continuing to layer on different levels of education opportunities. Um, you know, uh, things like um, helping team members get high school diplomas or teaching English as a second language are, are of interest to us. Um, additionally, looking at, at ways that team members can hone their skills on everyday um, 
aspects of their job, whether it's through computer training or um, customer service, anything like that, you know, we've got um, access to, to training internally for our team members um, to, to help out with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of interesting components. And it, uh, a couple of folks are picking up on uh, the comment I made about, you know, high school graduates and Eric uh, asked a question. So with more and more programs like this, you know, he's curious why more companies aren't doing things like attending high school college fairs and leading with the education as a benefit program while working. Uh, you know, he says, my assumption is the majority of students don't even think about going directly to work to get debt-free education. You know, there's another powerful term, right? Debt-free education. That, uh, that is one of the primary goals that prospective parents and students have as they think about college. So their desires to go get a degree uh, certainly haven't changed, but they're thinking about a lot of other pathways to it. And, uh, you know, I think I mentioned to you when, when we talked last time, Chad, you know, one of the most popular articles I've ever written on Forbes was about this kind of go pro early model, right, of, of students right. thinking about, you know, going, going to work right out of high school where they can pursue college while doing that. You know, it's, it's a subtle but, you know, interesting distinction. So just curious if you had any other comments to Eric's point here about, you know, why, you know, why, why not, you know, st start doing active recruitment of, uh, you know, high school students and uh, start so to change how people think I, I think Eric brought up, a, Eric brought up a fantastic point. Um, you know, prior to the onset of the, the COVID-19 environment, um, we've uh, built a relationship locally here in uh, our corporate market um, with Jefferson County Public Schools uh, and their Academy of Louisville program. So we've had an opportunity to uh, interact with the high schools and, and different departments uh, within our corporate office have, have interacted with the high schools in different capacities and also with college students, right? Um, I think when you're looking at um, recruiting from high school, um, first off, you, you hit on something that's very passionate to me, which is debt-free education. I think um, by providing solutions for these team members to go to school for free, you know, Papa John's is doing um, its part in, uh, in, in trying to have a positive social impact by helping to reduce the, uh, or not contribute to the $1.6 trillion that the country has in student debt. Right. Um, you know, Eric's question as to, um, why more people uh, don't attend or recruit from high school. I think that, um, you know, popular opinion, uh, and I'm not speaking from any, um, in, in any published source here, but just popular opinion, I think that, um, you know, there, there's a paradigm shift, I think, required to uh, take a high school student directly from a 12th grade graduation into an online college. Right, and I think traditionally, and you might be able to speak to this, but I think traditionally we've seen uh, the online um, um, asynchronous coursework be more fitting for adults returning back to school, um, you know, uh, uh, families that, that have kids because of the convenience. So I, I think that, it, that the COVID-19 environment might, um, force parents and students to look at education in a different light, which might uh, put a little more, uh, shine a little more brightly on online education. Yeah, I think you're right to the point of, you know, traditionally the marketplace has looked at online degrees as something for the, you know, the non-traditional age working adult. And I think it's actually 
Chad, been less about the non-traditional and more about the working part, right? Because obviously it's about the convenience of being able to do it when you can, as opposed to, you know, if you're working nine to five, you know, and classes are during that time, Monday through Friday, you know, it's just not, it's not a viable uh, route. But it's interesting, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of growing trend data that's getting to the points that you're, you know, you're talking about here, which is more prospective traditional students, right, looking at college, saying they still want a college degree, but trying to find ways to do it faster, to do it less expensively, right, like all these things are important to uh, prospective students and their parents and guardians as they're thinking about it. It was interesting because some of the market research that, uh, that I was involved in leading uh, here at Kaplan uh, was, uh, you know, kind of pointed to this, 74% of all parents of K-12 students say they would definitely consider a model where their child goes to work directly out of high school for an employer who supports their college education. And it was a little less among high school students, but still 56% of current high school students say they would definitely consider that. So obviously this isn't for everybody. I mean, there are still going to be the students and families who, you know, value greatly the traditional on-campus residential college experience. Uh, but, you know, you can certainly see, you know, new dimensions of the marketplace, right? New archetypes of students, as I would call them, who are saying, wait, let me get this straight. I can do debt-free college while I'm working, right, for, you know, organizations that are going to invest in me. You know, that, that's, a, that's a big deal. I think, you know, there's going to be a real, you know, momentum shift towards that. And, and I do think you're right, you know, this COVID uh, pandemic has probably accelerated the likelihood of that simply because, you know, everybody has, has now had uh, good, bad, or indifferent, more experience with online. And for, for a lot of them, it's been a net positive. I was just looking at recent data from college faculty, and about 12% say they now have a worse opinion of online education, but 45% say they have a better opinion of it. So yeah, certainly a couple have taken some steps back in their view of it, but four times as many are saying, you know, actually, uh, this is better. This could be better than I thought, or it was better than I thought. So um, I, and look, I think the time has come, you know, to, to, to figure out how we lower the cost of college in the United States. We're going to need a lot of innovative solutions. Uh, and one of the most important ones that I see right now are the Papa John's initiatives where, you know, it's, it's, it's part of a, of, a, of a multifaceted strategy to attract better talent, retain better talent. And, uh, and you know, look, it's the right thing to do, but it's also a smart thing to do from both the perspective of the business and, and the individual. So, uh, so anyway, I, you know, I'm, I'm really excited by uh, the work you're leading and, uh, you know, certainly am, am eager to kind of follow the story. I'd love to make sure we have you on the show here a year from now and, you know, maybe give us some updates on some of the metrics and, uh, you know, the, the 20,000 some people that will have been hired by then. So definitely looking forward well, to it. But. I, think, I think it's interesting, Brandon, to, you know, being about a year and a half in, we're getting at the point where we're, we're starting to generate uh, graduate potential uh, for associates. And, and, and a good number of our participants have transferred uh, credits in from other schools, right? So um, those emails that we get from time to time uh, with, uh, with team members writing us and telling us the impact um, that, uh, that having opportunity and accessibility to college like this uh, is having in their lives, and that's, that's our biggest why, right? And, yep. and, and you talked about, um, 
you know, an increasing level of participation of students coming out of high school. I think if I were to make any recommendation to, uh, to, to parents in thinking about getting their kids ready for an online uh, experience uh, would be to start having those conversations early, right? And, and start putting them in situations where they get experience uh, with online education platforms, uh, LMSs, things like that, uh, where they can, they can see what that lifestyle is, is like. Yeah. No, I, I think it's definitely the case. And I know we've talked a little bit about the, you know, the kind of the, 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 the high school graduate potential with this type of program. But, you know, obviously the, the vast majority of the employees of Papa John's are, you know, uh, past, you know, past the point of high school graduation. And, you know, they're at all phases of life, as you mentioned before. And, you know, I know even your own story was, you know, a, a, you know f finishing a degree, uh, you know, later than the typical age. I mean, you know, the point here is that, you know, these these programs really lead not just to the immediate benefits of the retention strategies and things like that their companies are interested in, but, you know, these are people who, who, who are able to launch into entirely new and different careers. In some cases, entirely different careers in the same organization, but in many cases, to work for another employer, right? So, you know, how do you think about that? I mean, you know, you, you know, it's not, somebody goes through this program and they get a they get a job in a totally different field in a different company. Is that still a win for Papa John's? That's a great question, and, and I think it really depends on how you look at it, right? Um, when we think about our team members, um, you know, they're they're coming from different walks of life, and and when we bring someone in. Uh, you know, we, we haven't asked for them when they when they go to school, we ask for them to stay with us for a certain amount of time. But part of us creating a best in class program was to create a program that had a completely wide open path of learning with um, a, a moderate um, work, you know, uh, work requirements stay with us for, you know, a, a period of time to be vested in your education. But lastly, if you want to go do something else, then we applaud you. Be the very best, whatever it is that you want to be. Thank you for, for your time. And, and so I think it's either way is a win for us, Brandon, because um, while that team member is going to school, they, they get to, to provide service to the brand and we get to provide them an education. Um, if they choose to grow with us, then uh, they're, they're continuing their journey and they're leading others. But if they choose to leave, then we hope that they have fond memories of Papa John's helping them get a debt-free education and they buy Papa John's for life. Yeah, the brand ambassador program, uh, I, I'm sure it will be pretty, uh, pretty prominent as a result of that. I mean, I can't imagine it's not. And uh, you, know, you think about the, the lasting impact that, uh, you know, that college has on graduates. You know, this goes back to research I led when I was at Gallup, but uh, you know, college is obviously a transformative experience for, for a lot of the people who go through it, but there's actually some really key ingredients that, uh, that, you know, that really make it last for a lifetime in terms of its overall impact. And they are things like graduates who say they uh, were able to have a job or an internship during college where they could apply what they were learning in the classroom, uh, that they had, you know, in this case, you know, professors who cared about them as a person or a mentor who encouraged their goals and dreams, um, or they worked on a long-term project that took a semester more to complete. Like those, that quick summary are essentially the secret sauce of higher education, right? 
Now, the problem is those things don't happen for everybody who goes to college and they don't happen for everybody who gets a degree even. But, you know, as you think about those four things, right, you know, uh, a professor or a, a mentor who encourages your goals and dreams, there's also no reason why that couldn't be through the workplace, right? I have a manager who encourages my goals and dreams, right? The people I work with care about me as a person. And so when I, when I dissect those, you know, those, the, those secret sauce aspects of higher ed, frankly, there's no reason why employers can't work on creating that secret sauce as part of the employment experience as those students are also going through valuable education programs. And I think you know, the values that you've kind of woven this program uh, in and around are, are really going to speak to that. So um, anyway, you know, I, 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 and by the way, I have to tell you a funny story. So my wife is a, uh, is a dietitian. She's the sports dietitian for George Mason University. And you might think this is not going in a good direction for pizza, but um, we were on our first date and, uh, and I was curious. I asked her the question. I was like, all right, so if you were on a deserted island, you only had three types of foods to pick for the rest of your life, what would they be? And I, and I was very pleasantly surprised to hear her say pizza was her first answer. And she was thinking about the macronutrient combination of the carbohydrates and protein. And she was thinking about, you know, the vegetables and healthy options that could be put on it. So I just, I felt like I had to share that, that personal story with you today, because anytime now that I go to order Papa John's, I can just, you know, look at my wife and say, look, you told me this was, <laughs> this was, right. this was the choice. So uh, I can't wait to try that with mine. <laughs> yeah, you can say dietitian approved from uh, from Vienna Busteed, but uh, right. well, I appreciate the call out on the core values, uh, Brandon, because I think you know you hit it on the head when you're talking about uh, more companies building out programs like this. When you when you start your initiatives with a people first perspective, it's easy to do everything else. It's easy to create an environment where everybody belongs. It's easy to um, do the right thing because it is the right thing to do. I mean, it's easy to have fun while you're doing it. I mean, pizza's fun. Let's face it, you know, pizza brings everybody together and, 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 and we're an innovative company. And, and so I think that this Doe and Degrees program is just uh, one more example of how um, we want to lead a, a best-in-class program. Well, I think that's an awesome place to, to leave it, Chad. I'm, an, I'm inspired by the work you're doing. Really appreciate your time joining me today. And, uh, and I look forward, like I said, uh, uh, to a, to a catch-up conversation next year so we can hear some more. Thank you for the opportunity to join you today, Brandon. Definitely. All right. Have a, have a great rest of the week, everybody.